0: Hey folks, it's me, Allison. Sorry for the little delay in posting this episode, um, but this kind of has to do with my updates uh, for the week. So, so far, since we've started the podcast, we have been able to produce weekly content and that has been honestly such a joy for me. This is like one of the favorite things that I do. Um, but I started this kind of in a really, at the peak of COVID really. Uh, so now that Rhode Island especially is starting to see some normalcy, that was me knocking on wood. Um, other aspects of what I do is kind of picking up the pace. Uh, so one of those updates I have for you is an advocacy project that Rhode Island 8 UIC is working on. And it's called Yes on 5. So this is about the special election in Rhode Island that will be on March 2nd um, for a bond question, uh, obviously, number five, which will create an early childhood uh, capital fund. So it will be a $15 million investment in child care programs. Um, so I really encourage all of my Rhode Island-based listeners to make sure they're registered to vote and get out to vote on March 2nd. If you didn't already request a mail-in ballot, uh, unfortunately, that deadline has passed. But Inverse in Voting has already started. So you can go to your town hall or you can vote at your polling place on March 2nd. So that is yes on question five. Today on the podcast, we have honestly one of my favorite people in the early childhood system, uh, she brings me so much joy, and her voice is just uh, so soothing. You're gonna love listening to her. I love listening to her and talking to her. Uh, she is a preschool teacher and teach scholar at one of our local programs in Providence. Her name is Millie Lawson, and. Her wonderful personality is going to speak for herself, so I'll let her do the talking. Uh, she is a past participant in NACI's Public Policy Forum, which is something that we're still planning for on February 28th and March 1st. I asked her to come on so she could talk a little bit about her experience and hopefully convince some of you to join us. So here's Millie. Hello, sunshine. Hi, oh, yeah. Oh my goodness! How are you? I'm so good. It's so good to see you. To see your beautiful face. A long time. It has been way too long. No. Oh my goodness. Everybody's okay with you. Your family's good. It has been. Knock on wood. We've all been safe and healthy. What about you?
1: Same here. Same. Same here. Nothing's been going on. You know, my husband's been working since all this thing started, and. He hasn't stopped one day yet and, you know, we're all good. So we're thankful for that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is he an essential worker too?
1: No, he works in a factory. So, you know, oh. so they lay off a lot of the people that were there. So basically he's the only one in his department. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he's been really busy, you know, he's been really busy and everything like that. So, you know, everything is good, you know, so I okay. for that. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. We're here. It's so great to be here with you. I know. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it's almost a year now. I know. I know. So before we get into our trip that I want to talk about, we came back and like, I feel like we immediately had to go into quarantine. Like, I feel like it was like one week of work and then we were. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything went all topsy-turvy. So uh, yes. I would love an update from you. What has your year been like since we last saw each other?
1: Oh my gosh. It's just been, my year has been crazy. It's, you know, we were home and I had to do um, everything online with the children. We had to schedule Zoom um, Zoom um, calls every day with the kids. So my wow. co-teacher and myself, we had to go out and get all these different, um, what is it? We had to get activities planned and I had to go to the Dollar Tree and buy all these different things so every day we're like trying to come up with things you know for the kids and for the most part we were good because most of the kids were on you know um each day sometimes we had like 11 kids out of the 15 that we had um sometimes we have like seven kids (laughs) um but we we were just going along I would find books and we were doing all these different things and having we were doing like um things with them like um projects and stuff like that we were doing with them you know so keeping ourselves busy and we did it like for half an hour you know and for me after we finished with all of that I would take walks around in my neighborhood
0: (laughs) Yeah, you that's I did the same thing. <laughs> the world got very, very small, just like around oh, the block I tell you. a
1: big adventure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so parts of my neighborhood that I've never been before, I was able to walk around, you know, walk around every single day and just, you know, explore my neighborhood and things like that. So that was really good. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you were remote then. I remember uh, child care reopened back um, in June did you go right back to
1: teaching in person in June? Um, let's see. When did we go back? I'm trying to remember if we went back in June. I think so. And we had, yes, because we had camp. Yep. Yeah, we had camp. And when we went back and camp started, we had less kids. And they closed most of the classrooms. Mm-hmm. So we only had a few of the classrooms that were opened. And um, a lot of the kids were not back because parents were just very fearful. And we, we understand mm-hmm. You know, we understood their, you know, their fear and everything like that and their trepidation. So we just said, okay, so we just did the best we can. And then we finished camp and then we finished after camp, we went right into school (laughs) in September, you know? And um, for that too, we had less classrooms were open in my center and Mm. less kids because still some kids were not coming because some parents did not feel comfortable. And we told them and said, you know what? We understand and it's okay because we ourselves are here and then we had to get to the kids had to be wearing masks. Or, and, you know, it's just really hard and they're used to seeing us face to face. Now they're seeing everybody with, you know, covering up and everything like that. So it wasn't easy, you know, but we tried our best and we did our best and um, we made it work, you know? Yeah. Totally. How has it
0: felt? How has it been for you? Um, kind of navigating it.
1: For me, I'm um, my, my, my most concern was for the kids, not for myself, but it, it's kind of hard for me. But I know if it's hard for me, much less these little tiny ones, you know, yeah. So we, 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 we did our best. You know, we did our best. And for me, going there every day and seeing us, you know, with a mask, even before we were like everybody was wearing it, we would told them, we would tell them you know about the mask and why we're going to be wearing it and you know so it's for protection from the germs and they all know about this germs that's going around so they were like you miss millie you're wearing it to protect yourself from the germs right and to protect us (laughs) we are we are protecting you guys and us from the germs you know because this is not a very good germ so we have to keep safe and they understood all of that and when it was time for them to start wearing it then um, they were okay. You know, some of them we had to, some of them were really, really good in wearing it. No problems. While others, we had to, it's a constant reminder, even to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I bet. Pull up your mask, pull up, up your mask over your, your nose and your mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's just been one of those things. And, in you know, my center right now, even the younger kids are actually wearing them. Only the two-year-olds are wearing them now. Too. Wow. So, exactly. So it's been, you know, it's been, it's been challenging, but we're working it out.
0: Yeah. Are you at reduced staff as well? Are you like a smaller yes. staff
1: now? Yes. Staff has been reduced because seeing that the number of kids have been reduced. We went from like a hundred and something kids to like mm. 60 something, 70 something kids. So we have yeah. uh, right now we have um one, three, five, two, seven, nine and 10. So we only have seven classrooms out of the 10 open right now. Wow. Any plans to reopen them or is it just like there's it's just about interest and kind of getting kids enrolled? I think they're just keeping it as it is right now. And we even you know what we even did too. we even was cut down the hours because we normally have mm. after school programs. So we normally go to six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, now we go from eight to four. That's it. Four o'clock. We're all done. Everybody goes home and that's it. So because we're not doing the late times anymore, you know. precautionary reasons and everything like that and seeing that we can't meet and one of the things too that with us we can't gather together like we normally did before so in january when we go out where we go outside in the afternoon and all the classes were like room one three and five would be outside playing we can't do that anymore so we we have separate times to go outside on the playground and play So it's even harder for the kids, but we're working, you know, we're, 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 we're doing the best that we can. So we go outside, say like today we went outside at two 30 and, um, and that was it for our outside time today. But we also go take like, take a walk around in the neighborhood in the early part of the morning just to get outside, you know, so that way they can get some fresh air and, you know, just see outside away from the four corners of the building, the four walls of the building, they're able to go outside. And we're happy with that, you know, and then tomorrow now we get to go outside in the morning. So we switch times, you know, which is, you know, which is good. So we're all Mm -hmm. working with that. And then we go outside and then we play when we come back in. And before the other class goes out, the custodian, they come and they spray down the whole place. Yeah. You know, before the other class can go outside and stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah. So many added precautions, so many added steps, so much juggling of schedules. You guys are all doing amazing work under crazy circumstances.
1: So you can say that again. It's been really crazy and it's been really, really crazy. So, yeah.
0: And you're a student. So you are a teach scholar. Actually, I had Marinelle on the podcast last week. Now I have you. Um, So are you still going to school and how has that been going?
1: Yes, I am still going to school and um, right now um, it's virtual. So I have classes. I'm doing only one class this semester and it's very, very hard for me. And it's just like, and it's going to get harder because when I have to do my practicum and all the other classes and my, you know, they, it's it's in the morning, you know, yeah. and that's not good for me because I this is my full-time job. This pays my bill, you mm-hmm. know? Well, because it's an early childhood class and all the classes at school are open in the day. But I'm like, but seeing that I'm already working in the field, why couldn't they have some, and for all of us us who work in the field, why couldn't they have some some consideration for us, you know? Saying, you know what, they're already working in the field, so they should know all of this already. So let's not make it that hard for them, you know, that you have to find time in the morning to go to school and that's my that's my big thing right now And I talk to my advisor all the time about it and it's it's I don't know what we're going to do because it's going to get harder for me because the two classes that I'm supposed to be doing right now I can't because it's in the morning so it's either Tuesday and Thursdays that I would have to leave my job basically for the the entire morning I would have to leave my job to do that you know, and that's when, as a lead teacher, I'm needed in the classroom. So I'm hoping what I'm saying to you now that, you know, the, 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 the higher hops will hear and take it into consideration because it's not easy for those of us who work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a great and this is a great segue because I know that you learned how to be an advocate. So this is just another thing that we need to add to our long list of things we're going to work on to make yes. life easier for all of you early childhood educators
1: who deserve the world yeah you know because it's really it's as i said i i spoke to marina the other day and i said this is really hard it's getting harder i talked to my advisor and i said the same thing i said this is hard i can't leave my job my job pays my bills it pays my mortgage my car payment and this is not easy and i know it's just not me you know Mm -hmm. there's more people like myself but for me i'm gonna open my mouth and i'm gonna say it (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. That's why we love you. That's why I'm putting you on a podcast. <laughs> so we can just keep talking. I can keep this calendar appointment as long as you want. We, we can talk know. about anything.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> so yes. um how has like virtual learning been? Do you, do you miss, I, I, I was, um, I was very much like, I liked having like in-person conversations for my learning. So have you preferred online learning or do you miss kind of the in-person experience?
1: I miss the in-person um, experience yeah. because I'm a people person. And whenever I go to um, classes, I meet all these different people from different walks of life. And I'm able to, we're able to, um, to converse and to interact with each other in such positive ways. Um, even though I do it now and virtually, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know, because um, virtually you're talking and all of a sudden your freeze is up, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you get cut out and it's not, it's not the same, you know? So I miss the in-person. I miss getting in my car and driving to the college and walking and then finding my class and saying hi to everybody. How was your day? You know, how you doing? What's going on? You know, and just having that one-to-one face-to-face conversation. I miss that, you Yeah. Know? But I'm doing, you know, for everybody who's been doing this virtual learning, it's, you know, it's a new experience and we just have to do what we can, you know, we have to do, you yeah. know, it's not easy. I work full time. I come home and I'm trying to do homework and take care of my husband, take care of our house, cook dinner, do all the things that I need to do, you mm-hmm. know, so it's really hard. It's really hard, um, you know, so we'll see what happens. Add it to the list
0: of things that we're going to change about the world, right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we need, we need, we need a change. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We need a change. So
0: what would you like to tell, let's let's go towards like elected officials. Like obviously we are waiting for um, increased funding in childcare. That's still the case. Uh, So what would you like your elected officials to know about your year of teaching during the
1: pandemic? We want more help. Mm -hmm. We want you to consider, because even with this pandemic going on, and it's very hard for me to come to grip with the vaccine that's going around. How come they're not making it be um, the teachers that gets the vaccine right away? Mm -hmm. You know, we are with the children. They are the young ones, and we are with them every single day. And we should be one of those that are considered to be getting this thing first off and foremost. They're giving this vaccine to people and helping, but we're not. We're the ones out there. We are considered frontline workers. So yep. we needed to be, they needed to consider us. We are with their children every day. So they need mm-hmm. to consider us, you know? Yeah. So, you and know the
0: service that you're providing for working families.
1: Exactly, because these families are working every single day, They're, you know, they come, they bring their children and we are the ones taking care of their children for eight hours of the day, but yet still we're not considered to get you know, um, higher up enough to get the vaccine at this present time. So that's not good you know? So on top of that, we, we need more funding for early childhood education. We need more funding for the special education. We need more fun. We need more help. We need them to take into consideration. Yes. These people are putting their lives on the line. They have our kids best interests at heart. That's what they need to do. That's what I need them to hear. I need them to hear, let them know that it's hard for us doing all of this. Um, Okay. I'm going to be 54 years old next month. And this is not good for me. You know, that's how old I am, Allison. I don't believe you, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we need them to know that it's just, it's hard for a lot of us and we're working our butts off. You know, it's not easy for us already working in the field.
0: Yes. Like no one's going to be able to see me because this is like, obviously something you listen to, but like, I'm going to break my neck nodding so profusely That's at like okay. everything that you said. Okay. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> um so obviously you are such an advocate and you're you have such a powerful voice. And um I want to take us back to last year when we went to Capitol Hill together uh, mm-hmm. because they're doing a virtual event this year at the end of the month. Um, And I'm hoping that by listening to your experience, uh, more people who work in the classroom will be interested in coming. Uh, So I want to start with what made you decide to participate in Public Policy Forum last year?
1: Well, I got the invitation to go. I didn't really know what it was about. okay Okay. i no, i'm sorry this is the truth i never really understood what it was really about but i got the invitation to go and i was like when i started after i started reading about it i was like oh no i've got to go because this is about kids this is about kids this is about the kids that i teach this is about the kids i will be teaching this is about the kids that i come in contact with every day and as long Mm -hmm. as it's about kids i am all for it yeah you know so that's why when I found out exactly what it was, finally, I was like, yes, I need to go because I want to be able to add my voice to so the thousands of people that were there in advocating for children.
0: Yes. Yes. You know? And you're a natural attitude. So this was a, this was a great fit. Um, how did you feel beforehand?
1: Beforehand, I was, well, well, because I work in the field and I'm always around kids. I always want the best for the children you know yeah. that's the whole thing i always want the best i strive to do the very best for the kids that i teach the kids at my church wherever i go i always interacting with little kids and that's just me yep. so before i went and hearing things when i watch the news and see all the things that's going on with the children i get really sad i get mm-hmm. it's like i get a broken heart when it comes on to kids and i see things happening to kids and they're not getting the help that they need i really really get sad you mm-hmm. know so when I see all of that and when I went there and saw so many people like myself were like-minded and working towards the goal of advocating for these children, it made me tremendously happy. Oh, good. And I was ecstatic. And when I was able to go there and, you know, talk to the representatives and was like, wow, you all need to do more for the children and for us as <laughs> teachers.
0: Yeah, you told them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's empowering, right? It feels really good
1: yes and if, if, if it wasn't for this pandemic i would have gone to the next one and the next one and the next one because i wanted Actually,
0: yeah. yeah yeah um this is like a full assignment but we hope you'll come again do you want to come to this yes. one this year
1: yes okay, great. yes definitely you know? all right
0: i know i really think they need to hear from you again just it's february 28th which is a sunday okay and then oh. monday march 1st yes good oh, Susan. thank you okay. because
1: I, you know, if they want me to talk, I'll go up there and talk about the kids all the time, just talk about children, because if I wasn't doing this, I don't know what I would be doing, because I don't think I would be happy doing anything else but working with kids.
0: Oh, I love it. And so on that, I so you spoke a lot about how, like, you were in a, a, a large group of fellow advocates, and that was very empowering. Did you find like Capitol Hill intimidating at all? Or were you like, nah, this is my house. Like, no.
1: <laughs> no, because for one of the things for me, is not everything that I find intimidating. And because I was with other people like yourself and, 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 um, and Catherine and um, all the people that we were with together, this, the group of us that were there and were able to go around to these different representatives, I didn't find it intimidating at all. You know, no? I find oh, it, like, if they were there, if they, if I could have met more people, then I would talk more, you know, with you know, um, representative Cicilline and I said, I've met him before and, um, able to talk to him again in that kind of a setting to say, yes, you know, we need this and we need this and this is what we need was really fulfilling. And it was really great, you know, yeah. because it wasn't, it's not about me. It's about the children. Right. You know, it's all about the kids and to see someone else, other people were able to, you know, we're going to fight for these kids. We're going to fight for the teachers. We're going to fight for this because we want to see the kids succeed, you know? So Capitol Hill for me, no, I don't think it was intimidating at all. <laughs> Good,
0: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, so what was your favorite part of that day then?
1: The favorite part, the, my favorite part of the day was hanging out with you guys. Really? It was hanging up with you guys. We had so much fun and it was just getting to know everybody and getting to know you guys and, you know, to see how how hard you guys are working alongside myself, who is a student and a teacher in this field where it comes on to children. It made me happy. And to see that, you know, we're all trying to make a difference. Yeah. You know, we're all trying to make, we're all striving to make a difference with these children. And it's, it's just wonderful to see so many people doing that. You know, hearing about all the things that I heard that day and all the, you know, from the people from different walks of life. And they're all coming together, just, you Mm -hmm. know, just coming together and working together for the good of these children. Would you recommend Public Policy Forum to other teachers? Oh, definitely. Uh, When I came back, I went back to my job and I was telling everybody about it. Really, I told all the teachers about it and I'm like, this was just so great. I'm like, I wish you guys could able to are able to go to this thing because it's amazing. The experience itself, mm-hmm. you know, in a room with like 300 people or I don't know how many people were there. There's a lot of you people. Know, back, back
0: when we could be in rooms with 300 people. Yeah. That, that, I think about that pretty often. That was the last like crowd mm-hmm. I was in was that conference. And then like we came home and we, we like stayed home. So
1: exactly. So I told people, I'm like, you, you know, I wish you could have been there. I wish you could have heard. I wish you could have seen and then go on the, you know, the, the, the hill and talk to the representatives. I'm like, I wish you guys could have done that because it's amazing. The experience itself is just something else you know yeah. and i'm like i hope the next time you'll be able to come and i definitely recommend it to other teachers you know and not just teachers but anyone else who who ha- are like minded and who love kids and want to be around kids who you know when i say you know what this is it this is all about the kids you know i would recommend it to them
0: great and if they were feeling like some trepidation about talking to a congressman I don't know, sometimes people think it's intimidating, like they're powerful people, obviously. Um, how would you convince them if they felt
1: nervous? Okay, I would say to them, listen, they're just like you. They put their pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> they all sit down to eat. They all do everything just like we did. Not because they're there. You never know. You, you never know what's going on with them, you know? But don't be intimidated. They're just like you. Not because yeah. they're there. They're they're working with us in order to take care of the children, you know, and to advocate for the children. So there's no need to be nervous. Think of them as their, your 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 older brother or your 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 uncle or your your aunt, you know. Yeah. And when you think about the think about them in that kind of way, you're like, oh yeah, you know, they're fine. I can talk, you know, because yeah. with, with um representative Cicillini, I remember when he came to my center one day. And Mm -hmm. he read stories to the kids in my, in in my center. And at the end I took a picture with him, (laughs) you know, and then the next time I met him was at my employer's birthday party. And then I showed him the picture and he's like, okay, we got to take another one. We got to take a newer (laughs) one. And we did. So basically I have three pictures on my phone. Oh, (laughs) my gentleman. You know, and when I went there, so for me, when I got there and I saw him, it was just, uh, oh, hi, how are you doing again? Good time. Long time. No see. You know that, <laughs> Yeah. you know, Yeah. But people should not be nervous about this thing because they're just people like us. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in there's someone's uncle. There's somebody's dad. There's somebody's brother, you know, and we all have brothers and sisters and things like that. Just think of them as in a family member. You know, yes. we're working together for the good of the children. That's it. I love that. Yes.
0: And you know what? At the end of the day, they work for me and you, right? We elected you them. Know. Exactly. Yeah. We pay their salaries, basically. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> you know, so they have to listen to us. <laughs> and this is exactly what, no, this is, <laughs> this is not what you said directly to their faces, but I just like pictured you being like, hey, you work for me. You're going to show up and you're going to do this, this, and this, because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> me
1: along with 300 other people said so (laughs) yes
0: yes you know and we had said at all these meetings that um we wanted to invite um our representative and our senator to your classroom after they met you but unfortunately covid happened so we weren't able to do that i hope that's still an open
1: invitation It still is. It's definitely an open invitation. So whenever time this thing dies down and there is some time, then this definitely feasible, you know, definitely, because I would love to, for them to come and see what we do. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, see all the classrooms that we have and not just my center, but other centers that they will be able to go around and see the people who see and talk to the people who work there, who are doing their best, our best, you know, for the children.
0: Anything else you want them to know before I stop recording?
1: <laughs> Keep supporting us. Yes. Keep supporting us. We need all the support that we can get. We need all the funding that we can get. You know, it's not easy. I know, but we need it. We are, we are the children's, we're the guide, we're the guiding light for these children at this age. Yes. And they need us as much as we need them. And we need the senators and the representatives to know that, you know what? Yes, we have to support them because they are taking care and and supporting the children of the future. That's what we need. Amen.
0: (laughs) Wasn't that so great? I just just feel uh, so much joy when I talk to Millie. So again, thanks so much. For listening, if you weren't already convinced that public policy forum is a great experience and an amazing use of your voice as an educator or an advocate, um, I hope you're convinced. If you do want to join Rhode Island's team, why don't you go ahead and shoot me an email, a panzerella at riaeyc.org. Do I have to spell Panzarella? It's okay if I do. So again, it's a as in Allison. P-A-N-Z-A-R-E-L-L-A at R-I-A-E-Y-C dot org. It's Italian. I know. Okay. Thanks, guys.